Hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPN NH Radio.com. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, and Dave Pollard taking you up till 2 p.m. this afternoon. No Mark Lazell today. Uh, he's off doing some family Sound stuff. Sound happy about that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled. Mark, thank God you're not here today. I miss man. Mark. No, I haven't seen him in like three weeks because we've all <laughs> just been off for the last I couple know. weeks. So it's it's kind of one of those uh, reintroducing ourselves to each other. Yeah, so a little refresher. Uh, Hi, I'm Brian. Hi. Hi, Brian. <laughs> What's nice this say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Brian and I have a problem. <laughs> just uh, one? <laughs> Ouch. Okay, so um, in the first hour, we talked a lot about the NBA pretty much the whole way through, and I'm just sick and tired of it. I'm tired of the NBA Finals. Honestly, I was rooting against Kevin Durant, and I don't mind just seeing him get his ring in Game 5 just so it can end. Just let it be over. Oh, I was, I was furious it that it wasn't over last night. Yeah, me too. Even though I was rooting against them, just end it. I'm tired of it. I just want to switch to baseball now. That's where my focus is, yeah. and that's where it's going to be until October. Yeah. So, uh, Dave, as you were mentioning in the opening seconds of the show, we've really put the Red Sox on the back burner here. We yeah. have not talked about them at all. because Not let's in be depth. Honest, not, not, not in depth. depth. Because after opening week for baseball, our attention basically 100% shifted yeah. towards the NBA playoffs. And, and the Bruins. it's pretty much and the Bruins. Don't and worry guys. Much I've been, been watching since. every single game. Oh no 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 no. I've been <laughs> watching I've been every game. In, I've been watching me. every I've been, game I've been and attention. I hate that Nesson sidebar. But I've been watching every single game. Hey, I actually got used to it last night. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah. so we're, well, whatever. They're on Fox tonight, so we don't have to worry about it tonight. <laughs> Don Orsillo going to be doing a game next week. That's next right. Week, yeah, that's yeah, right. Cannot Houston wait game. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we've, for the most part, been watching the games, but we haven't really been talking about it. And now that the Celtics have been out for, what, two weeks? And uh, we have this crap NBA Finals match. Has it been three? Already? Yeah, because there was like that. Oh yeah, we two had that week one gap. week lull. Yeah, two week gap. Stupid thing. <laughs> so now we can get back to uh, the Red Sox and uh, basically catch up on everything we missed. And, Agreed. And Dave, uh, you actually took the liberty of jotting down some questions to give us uh, sort of some something to talk about here. A few talking points. Yeah, I almost feel like we need a bed for this though. You, should we get a bed up? Put. Do you want to put the that's BS bed up? No, I wouldn't do that. But I think I can think of a song that might just take a sheesh off. Oh, my God. Don't you dare. You guys suck. I hate you guys. What do we got over there in the uh, in the old fun box? <laughs> He's Brian. looking for it. <laughs> what do we got over Oh, there? you guys know how to egg me on. Yeah. Okay, just do it. And he still can't get it. It's not playing. It's not playing? It's not. Uh, God is on my side. You can't, you can't take it out. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. Feels yeah. good to have baseball uh, season in full swing, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you don't want to play this song on your way to the ballpark? On if a I, nice I, summer if I day? I'm shooting myself, sure. <laughs> well, I think that uh, that would be an issue for everyone involved. <laughs> yeah. Not, oh. not only are you dead, you're driving along, everyone else around you is dead. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a problem. You don't want to do that. Right. No, instead, just enjoy the... The sweet, mellow tunes of some Dropkick Murphys. <laughs> Bagpipes and Irish drunk people shout in your face. The funny thing is if you get me... ready for a ball game. The funny thing is if you get me drunk enough at Fenway after they win, after they play Dirty Water, I will actually get really excited about this song and start singing it. Absolutely. Because somehow drunk Ashish likes this song. Because I'm in a good mood. They won. <laughs> Their voices are, just, are literally like drunk singing, and that's what it is. Right. Yeah. So it, it works. Okay, so are we going to get to the questions? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let the song ride yeah. as much as oh possible. Oh, my God. I want to get you as furious as possible. Yeah, this is I a great way to infuriate me. All right. Now that we're all riled up. We needed it. We needed the energy. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's reintroduce ourselves to the Boston Red Sox, everybody. We're 60 games through the season. So it's a, it's a pretty nice time to take out the measuring stick and see what we think of this team. It's been a good sample size. 102 left to go. Are they meeting, exceeding, or not reaching the expectations that you had for them at the start of this year? I would say they're meeting the expectations because I felt like they were um, destined to be in the playoff picture, which they are at the moment, right? Aren't they like, I mean, it's still a little early to be looking at that, but aren't Game they like three up? games behind they're, the Yankees uh, for the division? Yes. But aren't they right in play for the wild card? Game and right. half up on the, right. For the first so I'd card. say, look, I predicted this team would win 95 games and be the division winner. Well, yeah. you're off. On so that then they're off on, no, 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 no. So then, yep. well, okay, fine. If, by those <laughs> standards, fine. If we want to get super technical and talk about where I expected them to finish in terms of games one, they're underachieving. But 
if you want to get a little bit more ambiguous in terms of my expectations, I'm not I ambiguous. Said, no. I said playoff team. They are, and under, that's and that's kind of where my they're expectations were. They're underachieving, <laughs> but with what happened for the first like month of the season with all the yeah, injuries, kind of right. injuries. Oh, the flu, the epic flu of 2017. Right. No the, David Price. Right. Now it no got Eddie it Rodriguez. got so bad that Dave O'Brien had to leave the booth. Stephen Wright's gone. Right. Well, Stephen Wright didn't matter. Well, I mean, he won you, what, 15 games last year? Wow, look at Dave doing the 180 on Stephen Wright. No, I didn't say that. Yeah, <laughs> but you added Chris Sale, who could get, who gets you 20. So it replaces what Stephen Wright gave you. Not when you lose by David Price for a month. Well, you got David Price back now. Well, yeah, David well, Price we'll is back. we'll see how back he really is. Well, I mean, he had, good, he had two good starts and then that he crap had fest one, the other night. He had one so-so start, one good start, and then one horrendous start. Not horrendous. So he, he just left two pitches up to Gary Sanchez. Uh, that's, was, that's how you have a horrendous start. Uh, are you start. kidding me? That's you, how you have a horrendous he start. Had a, he had a horrendous game against it, the Yankees. If people, are you going to keep restarting the bet every time it stops? No, we don't need the bet anymore. Uh, you know. <laughs> Unless you find something Brian different. just it's keeps like, restarting the bet every I two want, minutes. I, I wanted that to, uh, to <laughs> piss a shish off for a second. You like. succeeded. Yeah. Uh, uh, look, David Price has been all over the map. When you talk about his three starts, he's had one uh, sort of eh, uh, but you you took it. It was a good start for him coming back from the injury. Then he has a lights-out game against the Orioles, and you're thinking maybe this is what David Price will be. Whoops, wrong. He goes out and throws a dud against the Yankees. And it was a dud that was thrown right after, a day after, he blows up yep. on, the, on the Boston Temper media. tantrum. And, and, and how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you blow up on the media? That's uh, say you're, Say you're not allowed to talk to me except for on game days, which, by the way, is tomorrow, you idiot. So they're going to be able to talk to you about it for at least the next 24 hours. But you blow up on the media, and then you go out there. Well, it's because Drellick retweeted some things that yeah, he said Drellick, during the game. And, and then he yelled at Steve Buckley because Steve Buckley came in and asked Brian, him like, for confirmation. But doesn't that <laughs> speak like, yeah. to how much he's paying attention to the wrong stuff? Yeah. Well, I mean, Dave, how many who times have you talked about David Price is not cut out for this market? I know, but who cares what some beat writer says? There's no excuse for David blowing Price up does. on the media. David Price does. Uh, right, which is a problem. I, I feel like there's a uh, professionalism on both sides. Like, Drellick shouldn't have shouted back. Drellick was shouting back. Are you kidding back. me? Drellick can say whatever he wants. Eh. I don't think so. In a tweet or in a column, he I, can say whatever I'm not, he wants. I'm, not talking, I'm talking about in person. Did Drellick actually shout back? I, th th from what the, I understand. The altercation was started by David Price. Yeah, though. David Price sought Drellick out Evan Drellick. didn't start that argument. I didn't say he started it. I'm well, just saying it, he shouldn't fight back. Why not? Why not? Because if you're getting yelled at by a pro athlete, you got to yell right by to it. Yeah. By another adult? We don't know if they were Are you kidding me? We don't know if David Price was shouting. Oh, there were F-bombs, man. That doesn't mean they're shouting. I don't oh, oh so he was a really nice f bombs. F you, man. F you. Yeah. He wasn't talking like I'm that. I'm not saying he like, wasn't talking like that. I'm not <laughs> saying he was shouting though. You don't have no idea. No one, no, none of us were in here. We don't know this, what it was. This like. wasn't post game press conference. David Price. Well, hey, Evan, man. Uh, uh, with all uh, due politeness and courtesy, sir, you can go f yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, politely, uh, I'd like it if you would get off my ass. That'd be great. I'm trying to focus. Gonna go play with Astro focus on now. Pitching. <laughs> Come here, boy. Love my dog. <laughs> love my wife. Love my kids. He doesn't post about his dog anymore. I'm kind of disappointed. But politely, if I could tell you, go f yourself. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, honestly, you, awesome. You, you like, put Donald Trump in there and David Price. It was a weird uh, combination. Was it? Yeah. I, it's, know, it's, I, I heard Trump in I don't there. Know, maybe. Uh, well, well uh, you know, just after talking well, out of their no, ass. No, yeah, Dave, Dave does so many voices that after a while they all just kind of get it's blended true. into one. Yeah, it's true. Like they a Christopher all, Walken turns yeah. into Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. It's, it's all I, over I the can't place. do extended impressions. <laughs> but look, Drellick is, as an adult, allowed to shout back at another adult who's yelling at him. Like, if, if a guy is going to yell at you and start swearing at you as a professional player who's supposed to just ignore what these beat writers are saying, then I absolutely defend Evan Drellick for shouting back. Yeah. What, 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 uh, uh, respectable adult would just stand there as another adult <laughs> shouts at them. Especially when you're a beat writer and you know you're covering this guy for 162 games a year. You can't just sit there and take it. Be like, listen, we're only 60 be, games in. You're right, Dave. You're right. <laughs> no, I know. I, I, I'm, a, I'm an a-hole. You're right. You're totally because of something right. I tweeted? I'm going to go F myself. See you later. I'm sorry. I wish I thought of it before. I would have I, I gone and done that before. You, but now I'm going to You do know there's a, there's a different world with MLB beat writers to every, every other beat writer because they have to 
take stuff like that. No, they, 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 do. they have to if they want to get the scoop, right. but this guy's not talking to the media anyway. Or We don't know about that. Maybe he is. He, he said he's said not. He, he just said he's only talking on Daisy Pitches. So, Which is ironic so because he talked case, on a day that he wasn't pitching. Exactly. If that's the case, there's no scoop to get. You get this one final <laughs> scoop, which is that anything we say, David Price might just flip and, out and, and here's And here's the thing that we're you know, kind of not really talking about. It wasn't the fact that Evan Drellick said something to him during a sit-down interview. He sought Drellick out. Yeah, he, did. he went out and said, hey, Drellick, I got a problem with you. That's different. Yeah, this was, this was roughly what? Tw- uh, not even a day after he talked with Dan Shaughnessy and said, I'm not on Twitter. I might check it like three times in a day, but that doesn't mean I'm on it every well, day. Well, he got mad about and then less he got than mad to Shaughnessy later, again. That he's day reading too. tweets by right. Evan Drellick, finding him in the clubhouse and yelling at him for some god. Who even knows what the what the real issue is with David Price when it comes to this stuff? I just think he's a sensitive guy. Oh, yeah, he's oversensitive. He's not, he's not built for Boston. He cannot handle. He's, this he's gonna opt out. He's gonna opt out. The only re- I, I know when, no, he said, the no, only when he signed that contract, I said hey. there's no way in hell he's gonna opt out because no. at his age, he's not gonna get the same time. If he had, he's gonna opt out. If he had the any only, balls, the only way he's gonna opt out is if he pitches well over the next year and a half. And can make his money somewhere else. Exactly. I get it. No, but I if he it. pitches badly and he still can't make that money, I don't think it's going to be uh, worth it for him mentally to go through the next four years. No. After that. No. I, I mean, maybe he's going to get paid. So right. maybe it will be. He came here probably with some inclination that this wasn't the right market for him to get paid. Right. It was $30 million more million than the Cardinals offered him. So if he wanted to go somewhere where he wasn't going to get crushed by a by St. Like Louis would have ridicu- been like, perfect for him. St. Right. Louis, they love their players out there. They St. Louis, you make $30 million less dollars, but you're making hundreds of millions of dollars, man. Like, right. how much money is Nicest enough money? Is it, is it worth your, your psychological <laughs> well-being? This guy is just turning to mush before our eyes here in this market, and it's because he's a sensitive person who can't deal with the Boston sports right. media. No, there, there should be like a handbook for guys who are free agents. If you can't handle it, these are the markets to avoid. Avoid Boston. Avoid New York. Avoid right. Philly. Those are the markets you want to avoid. Really, I mean, to some extent, uh, I would say L.A. Maybe, but they're in La La Land. Yeah, but L.A. Yeah, L.A. They don't really care. I mean, like, I guess they don't. They don't really criticize. I I really think it's just the three East Coast big cities: Philly, New York, Boston. And uh, look, that's just gonna come with the territory. So a guy who's gonna pay attention to to Twitter and to what writers are saying about him, he doesn't fit here in this market, especially if he's gonna let it impact him. There is, uh, if he had any balls at all. He d- he blows up on Drellick like that. Says no more no more media. I'm not talking to you guys anymore. And you know what a guy with any semblance of heart would do? He'd go out the next day and he would shut everyone up about it. And he didn't. He pitched a dud. So this is a guy that got impacted by the events of the last 24 hours in my opinion, putting pressure on himself to go out there and pitch a good game. And by doing so, because this guy completely collapses under pressure. In every pressure situation we've ever seen him in, he falls apart. So he puts pressure on himself by saying, I'm not talking to the media. Now there's pressure to go out and perform, and what happens after he puts all that pressure on himself? He gives up seven runs. He pitches a horrible game. Again, and, and again, what people were saying was maybe the second biggest start of his Red Sox career. Second to last year's playoff start, yeah. and we all know what happened there. So this guy in big game situations where there's pressure and an expectation for him to perform, he doesn't. He throws up all over himself. So I don't know how he comes back from that. And, and His next start's going to be at Fenway. Oh, What do you yeah. think that's going to be like? Oh, if he pitches badly, he's getting booed off the mound. No question. I almost wonder if he's going to get booed going out there. At least by some of them. There'll be boos. There'll be boos for David Price. I think that we have an expectation of our players to be able to ignore what the beat writers say, just shut up, do your work, and perform. If you do that, if you do those three things, shut up, work hard, perform, even if you do two out of those three things, the fans here will respect you and they'll embrace you. Mm. But he does none of them. Well, maybe he works hard, but he can't shut up and he doesn't perform. It's ridiculous. And I don't understand why he had to make those comments right then after following a good start that he had. 
I don't. Don't either. you want to ride the positive momentum I there? I don't. People get are it. writing good things about you. They're like, hey, first start that he made against uh, what was it, the White Sox? I think was when he came it was back. Solid. Yeah, it was like solid, encouraging. Next start after that, even better. Yes. And then he blows up on the media. Like, why do you like ride the positive vibes? Ride saying. the positive momentum. I think he's a guy that just uh, you know for those two starts. He didn't feel the need to say anything to the media. Like, he hadn't proven anything yet. But after that Orioles start, maybe he's feeling like, I proved that I was ready to come back. So all you little bitches in the media can shut your mouths about me. Stop talking about me. It's not fair what you say about me in the media, guys. I don't like it when you blow up uh, uh, over, over what, uh, a bad performance in a Yankees game. That happens. It happens to the best pitchers in the league. It happened to me. Big deal. Life goes on. I have my dog. I'm going to go home. I'm going to love my dog. I'm going to love my wife. I still have my family, my friends, my health. I think well, I, Good for you, David. Good I, for you. I think I blame uh, Red Sox management for the signing more than David Price signing here. Because, again, as the player, how do you walk away from that money? They should have done a hardcore evaluation on can this guy succeed here, especially after the string of bad contracts they've had lately with Carl Crawford and Pablo Sandoval and uh, even Adrian Gonzalez, even though they traded for him from the Padres, he never really had the mentality of a Boston Red Sox player. Know. You know, after he made that comment, oh, we play a lot of night games, and then we travel the next day. That's not the mentality of a Boston Red Sox player. That's not a big market thing to say. So I think that I blame, uh, I was going to say Sherrington, but I, uh, Dombrowski, a price is a Dombrowski. Oh, I believe. So I, I blame totally blame Dombrowski. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you've got to do an evaluation of can this guy succeed in this market because not all markets, not all 30 markets are alike. Yeah, well, I don't even think Dombrowski understood the Boston market at the point at which he signed David And Price. also, you know, there was the familiarity factor. It's like, hey, you know what? I was the GM in Detroit when we brought you over there. Right. You know, there's a little familiarity, and it clearly just hasn't worked out. But again, Dombrowski is, at, at the point he signed Price, was in Boston for how long? Like five uh, months? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, it was right after he took over for Sheridan. So this is a guy in Dombrowski that probably doesn't even understand what the media market is like here in Boston. So maybe bringing in a guy like David Price who wouldn't be able to handle the market, Dombrowski probably didn't understand because he didn't understand the market. Right. So, I mean, I look at that and I say you had a, a novice GM in terms of uh, a GM being in this city, in this market, where the media will criticize their players heavily, and he didn't. Maybe he didn't understand the extent to which the media can crush maybe. someone who wouldn't be able to deal with it. Because there's a reason. Like, remember when Zach Greinke was a free agent, and we all said, "Hell no." No, right. the Arizona's the perfect for him. because of the anxiety it was issues. Well documented. So, in the same way, you have to look at other guys. Look, David Price might not have anxiety, but you have to look at the mental makeup of well, the guy you're planning on you, signing. You couldn't really tell though, because he's always been in a small market. That's a good point. But it, like when you, but what? Uh, so maybe we can't really. But uh, again, I don't know if I buy that either because Dave Dombrowski has looked at uh, D David Price. He had him in Detroit. Granted, it's not Boston. It's not a big. But market. but you've been around him. You kind of know what kind of makeup the guy has when you spend enough time with someone. You know, uh, in the in the clubhouse. I'm sure Dave Dombrowski would go down there when they were uh, in Detroit together and just kind of see what kind of guy David Price was. Yeah, and maybe he thought he could handle it, but boy, was he wrong. Yeah, he was very wrong, very wrong. And, I, and I'll tell you what's emphasized it more this year, the fact that Chris Sale's on this roster. Yep. And, and Chris Sale, today. did you hear what Chris Sale said after uh, he talked about uh, the Pablo uh, ball? He didn't throw Pablo under the bus. He was like, I should have pitched better. Yeah, like, he didn't. No, Chris Sale is. I, I'm like, I never say that a starting pitcher should ever be considered the unofficial or official captain of a team. Yeah, I think Chris Sale is the captain of this team. Well, he doesn't. Th he, he does the opposite year. of throwing. He did the opposite of throwing year, someone under the bus. Starting he pitcher picked them up and like, you know what? I'm going under the bus he for go, you. He goes out there to pitch every five days, and yep. he's accountable when he doesn't pitch well. Yep. He's the exact kind of guy that fits well in this market. I don't know how, if you're David Price. You look at Chris Sale. Well, that's why I think and don't understand why he's being embraced versus yeah. why you're not being embraced. Well, the good thing about David Price right now is that like he's like the back burner. Like no one really he, it everyone's doesn't seem like, to be making a difference for him though. Right. Well, everyone's like just relax, David Price. Chris no, Sale. The thing is, Chris Sale doesn't draw the attention to himself. So right. if David Price wanted to be on the back burner this year, he could have been. Yep. But he continues <laughs> to draw attention to himself. Truth. And, and Chris Sale, just before we go to break here, I just love the leadership on days that he's not pitching. 
Like you guys see a couple of weeks ago, three weeks Eduardo. ago, he went up to yeah. Eduardo. How often do you see a guy talk to a starting pitcher when he's on the bench in between innings? Usually it's the pitching coach and the catcher. That's it. No one else talks to him. Chris Sale went up to him and probably said some things, and he came back out, and he was lights out from them, and he was having a great year. Well, uh, before Chris he got Sale hurt. talked to the media after that about what he said to Eduardo. He was just like, calm down. You got this. Just <laughs> like basically like calm down. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, you know what? We've gone way over. Yeah. Uh, we, we, I, can, I we, only, we can do the questions I, I next I only segment. asked one question. <laughs> <laughs> we, we teased it as we're <laughs> yeah. going to run down a list of questions for the I Red Sox. And, we got, and then we look, when we get I to David Price, when we get to David Price, what usually happens is we all get so, yeah, very The Red Sox are not meeting that. my expectations, <laughs> but they they could. Uh, they could. They, they still have a chance. <laughs> okay, when we okay. come back, when we come back from this break, we will finish the rest of the questions that da- uh, Dave has prepared for us in terms of the Red Sox thus far this season. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. Harvey Wan, the meteorologist Mark Rosenthal, and my weather forecast today is being brought to you by Stratum Tire. Spring has finally arrived, so now's the time to come on into a Stratum Tire location near you and take advantage of their spring pothole specials. 20% off spring tire changeovers and alignments, half-off state inspections, deeply discounted oil change specials, tires in every price range with a great selection of top brand names and a value price line too. Visit StratumTire.com to schedule your service online today. This is Shaquille O'Neal. And the Shaquettes. Reminding you that anytime, anytime is a good time. Good time. For the cooling, drying, fresh scent of gold bond powder spray. Like after the gym. Or a crowded elevator ride. Or golf. Or working with farm animals. Or a hard day's work. Like sports casting. You said it, ladies. Stay cool with Gold Bond Powder Spray. Stay cool with Gold Bond. (laughs) At Advance Auto Parts, you can find the knowledge and parts you need to get the job done. Think of us as that friendly neighbor who genuinely cares about you and is always willing to lend a helping hand without expecting anything in return. Unlike Jerry, who always has something come up and then wonders why he isn't invited over on Sundays. You know what you did, Jerry? Advance Auto Parts. Let's get you back on the road. He worked out early, practiced late, and studied well into the night. The next day, he did it all over again. She missed time hanging out and socializing with friends so she could make it on time to practices and games. He became a top student and a confident leader, even as he helped his team win back-to-back conference titles. She became a role model in her community, even as she led her team to an undefeated season. And when they finished playing high school sports, what did they do next? She graduated from college with honors and went to work for a successful company. He attended graduate school and became a difference maker in his community. Because that's what student athletes in New Hampshire do. They use the skills they develop playing high school sports today to do even bigger things in life tomorrow. High school sports. A winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the New Hampshire Interscholastic Athletic Association and the New Hampshire Athletic Directors Association. If you're a homeowner facing foreclosure and a so-called loan modification expert asks you for an upfront payment, run and run fast. Be aware of promises that can't be kept, like, I guarantee to save your home. We can significantly lower your mortgage payment. Protect yourself from foreclosure scams. Assistance from a HUD-approved housing counselor is your assurance that the information is trustworthy and it's free. Visit www.hud.gov slash fairhousing. A message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Red Sox began their three-game home series against the Detroit Tigers last night. They got a two-run homer from Jackie Bradley Jr. in the eighth to break a 3-3 tie. And Craig Kimbrell continued his dominance on the mound with another save and a 5-3 victory for the Sox. The two teams will be back at it again today. Chris Sale on the hill facing off against Justin Verlander. First pitch from Fenway is at 7-15. The Golden State Warriors had a chance to sweep the NBA Finals and the playoffs last night in Cleveland, but LeBron James and Kyrie Irving combined for 71 points on the way to a 137-116 win, cutting the series deficit to 3-1. Game 5 will be played on Monday at Oracle Arena. Tip-off is at 9 o'clock. 
The NHL Finals continue tomorrow. The Penguins hold a 3-2 series lead after a 6-0 blowout of the Predators on Thursday. But the series returns to Nashville. The home team a perfect 5-0 in this series. Faceoff from Bridgestone Arena is at 8 p.m. And the 149th running of the Belmont Stakes is later on tonight. Post time is at 6.37. You can catch the race on NBC. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Okay, I promise. Now we're going to finish the rest of those questions that we had about the Red Sox. I was telling you guys that when we get into David Price, everything else just seems to fall apart in terms of what we plan to talk about for the segment. Yeah, we just didn't really get to vent on him in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, so. it becomes a bitching session. And again, it's just unfortunate because he was coming off such a good start. He ruined Why it for Why did himself. he have to ruin it? He ruined it for himself. Don't open your damn mouth. I'm getting sick of this guy, honestly. Oh. I, I can't stand how he, uh, he just has the inability to stay off of Twitter and to ignore what beat writers are saying. That is his biggest problem. And when that's your biggest problem, it's a fixable issue. You just have to not look at Twitter and don't pay attention to the beat writers. That's as simple as it is. Don't pay attention. He can't help himself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't want it to turn into another bitch session about David Price. Oh, no, we can only do one of those per show. But my God, man. Just ignore what people are saying about you and go out and be a $230 million pitcher. That's why you're here. You're supposed to be the ace of this rotation, jackass. <laughs> okay, so picking up with the questions. <laughs> anyway. Other than David Price, guys, and I mean, I don't think he's been the biggest disappointment of this season. He hasn't pitched, really. What's been the biggest disappointment? Or or what's been the biggest surprise for you this year? Let's good start or bad? with that. Wait, this can be surprise. good or bad. But what's been the biggest surprise Eduardo to you? Eduardo Rodriguez. Season? Eduardo Rodriguez. Before he got hurt. Before he got hurt. I, Brian, yeah, Brian and I agree. It's, no, 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 but I agree with you. I was Stop say parroting me. I, Eduardo <laughs> Rodriguez, before he got hurt, I did not expect him to be. I mean, he had a sub-3 ERA that got ballooned because of his last start. But, yeah, Eduardo Rodriguez before he got hurt. And I, w I want to put another one in there. Uh, I hated Craig Kimbrell last year. But, damn, this year, unbelievable. He's another one. But if I had to pick one, Craig Kimball, I expected even last year to be this good, and finally we're getting that version. So, yeah, I'm right there with Brian. Eduardo Rodriguez before he got hurt. That's the yeah. biggest surprise. For me, uh, yeah, Eddie Rodriguez has been good, definitely. I now am worried that uh, with the injury, you know, I don't know if he's going to be able to sustain what he's been doing right. at the beginning of the year, which is a shame because it looked like he was really starting to come into his own. Right. I, I like to think, though, that the progress that he's made over the last two years has been somewhat consistent. Yeah. So I don't know if the injury will hurt him all that much. I just, I'm, I'm worried more about that it, it's a recurring thing. Right. He, he might have. He, he, I think he might have what some people have. It's where basically like your kneecap just like, hmm. like unlocks itself. So it comes off. That and, sounds horrible. And yeah, my my dad has it actually, and occasionally, like for like a week, he like can't walk right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's no good. No. Mm -hmm. Especially if you have to. Uh, what is it? The leg that he lands on. Yeah. When he pitches, and he fell down in the bullpen. That well, that's only in baseball. Do you have an injury so like that? Embarrassing. Well, no. That, well, the reason why he fell down is because his knee locked up. Probably. Yeah, we had that whole thing from Dombrowski. Yeah. Like, it, well, I don't think that it was. Well, no. He said he didn't think it was the knee that caused the fall. It was the knee. He said the fall caused the knee. No. Remember? No. Yeah, he said that, but <laughs> it was definitely the knee because my dad has has that. And occasionally, so you think that's why he fell down? Yeah, was the knee? Yeah, I mean, obviously, no one's straightforward in the MLB or like any sport about right. like where injuries are. Especially right. uh, the NHL is the most like mysterious. They're like, well, it's, yeah, because it's player, all, players will go out and aim for it. Right. It's an upper body injury. Well, same thing with football, right? When a guy shows up on the injury report, it's like lower body. No, yeah, aim for the hips. No, they usually say. Sort of what it is. Like, they say, like, a foot injury. Yeah, but they don't say exactly what it is. Well, yeah. They'll just say, like, but it's that's in a general area. They won't say if it's, like, a sprain or a break. I'm, or I'm just saying is. the NHL is more mysterious sure. because they just say a region of the body. Okay, this isn't a competition about who's more ambiguous about injuries. <laughs> the point is that, yeah, in general, they're not very forthcoming right. when it comes to injuries. Right. 
True. Very true. So I lost Eduardo my train of thought. Oh, well, we were, um, doing qu- we were doing questions. Oh, unless you had something to say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, well, the other guy is Craig Kimbrell. You already mentioned him. Craig Kimbrell, yeah. He and has again, exceeded expectations, I don't, I don't which know was the fair, next question. But which I don't player know if exceeded expectations? I don't know if it's fair to say that, though, because these this is what I expected from him last year. I didn't expect. We're just getting it a year I had later. no idea, really, what to expect from him because I hadn't seen him. Not I, in the, in way, I, he, I've he was, seen him. He was an NL lifer, right? He had yeah. never pitched in the American League. Right. And I, and I never trust pitchers coming from the NL to the AL. But mm-hmm. maybe, you know, he just needed the one year to adjust because he has been. Well, not only that, uh, before the season last year, during spring training, he got a finger injury. Like, mm-hmm. And he was basically um, off. Like, you, you saw that's it at the beginning the walks. of the season, all the walks. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't know if he was, like, making up for it, and that's how he got the knee injury. But, I mean, it, it's just a list yeah. of excuses. But, I mean, you look at him this year, it's like... The walks are way oh, the down. Command, Eckers, the command yeah, is there. Not Eckers only is said the, it yesterday. He's in the strike zone not every pitch. Yeah, right. not only is are the walks down, but he's not he allowed, he's allowed one hit to a right-hander all season. Oh, it's ridiculous. Oh, they're, they're not even making contact on no, him. No. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He, right now, he's on pace to break the strikeout percentage um, uh, for a season. Oh, if, if he remains on this pace, like, no this question. This is historic. He's, he's going to be in a Cy Young Award conversation yeah. let yeah. alone best closer right yeah this uh, is this is historic i've never seen a closer this di- well I, mean, I shouldn't say that mario about britain but last I, year he was almost a cy young well, candidate well yes but none of them struck out as many as Kimberly right no right mariano now. rivera oh, wasn't yeah just, rivera wasn't really a strikeout guy he was more of a throw the cutter and break bats right type and this guy. guy can blow it right by you as long as he's in the strike zone which i i thought last year he was yeah. sort of just to get up there and fire it and hope it hits my, but now he's yeah. got command my guy exceeding expectations is joe kelly yeah that's a good joe one. joe kelly mm-hmm. has an era under two he he's lived up to the, his role in the bullpen whenever he's, yeah, he's called upon good. whenever he's called upon he it's one oh four. I still think he should be better than he is. An ERA under two. I don't know if he could be much better than that, but yeah, there are, I, I, feel, I just I just think that there are times where with that with right. that fastball, he needs to work on his breaking pitches. And well, right now he's um, he, I mean he's. Not the setup guy because Matt Barnes is technically the setup guy. Well, yeah, and I, I don't see. I, I'm sorry, I don't like. I don't like either of them as the setup guy. Yeah, I like Joe Kelly as sort of that uh, bridge guy. We won't, if you, we won't if talk if you about this it. right now. Well, Carson Smith. One of my questions is about this. Oh, so sh- it, it's oh, okay. it's going to involve Carson Smith, yeah. I think. But yeah, I think we're not too far <laughs> off. We'll he threw a simulated <laughs> game the other day. So. Uh, he's um, doing a bullpen session today. Okay, as well. good. Please get back fast. <laughs> I liked what I saw in those two games. Yeah, let's just hope he's <laughs> changed his delivery. Because they don't have a guy who can turn, tur- uh, who can um, induce double plays. That's the problem. By the way, yeah. speaking of guys who like just relievers in general, Tyler Thornburg, man, what a waste What's of a trade that was. He won't hear, come back until next year. going to get surgery. What Dave Dombrowski said about him? What that he was like? Uh, they were still performing the diagnosis. Yeah. <sighs> oh my God. They don't know but, what's uh, wrong with what him. What the hell oh, is that? I want, I want Travis Shaw back. <laughs> <laughs> like how how do you have a three month long diagnosis going on? You haven't even started fixing the guy yet. <laughs> it's like imagine you go to the hospital. He's like, come back every day for the next three months so we can figure out what's going on with you, and then we'll fix you. Yeah. What? <laughs> you can't just figure it out after like a day or two. When he comes Jesus. back, when he comes back, it's gonna be like a mid season acquisition. It's gonna be like, oh, we didn't make any trades at the deadline, but we got Tyler Thornburg he, back. He won't be back this season. Oh my god. I I heard. So you basically I've traded heard surgery. That's so you so heard. you traded Travis Shaw essentially then for nothing in 2017. By the way, is lighting yeah. it up, lighting it up on the Brewers right yes, now. Yes, but once again, that's in the National League, and the Brewers. What does that matter? He would have <laughs> given you defense, no matter what. He was it's, decent defense. He would have been better uh, as an option. Oh, yeah. no matter what. And right. Marrero is just a <laughs> defensive guy. Base. That's it. Right, but he would then be blocking your other third base prospect from coming up. What are you talking about? You know who you could have tra- you could have gotten rid Devers? of Travis. You could have gotten tra- yeah, but you could have traded Travis Shaw this offseason. Right, you could have you could have done anything at any time with Travis Shaw. Well, I- yeah, but you still have Pablo to deal with and all that. Like, that's all, uh, yeah, so then, what? You have you have a, a, but Pablo's a part time player now, anyways. You have a, a gaping hole at third base, yeah. right? Which you would think Pablo would be able to fill a gaping hole with his body, the size that it is. <laughs> well, no, but, he hasn't eaten enough Twinkies to do that. You, he has you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, Travis Shaw would be a better option than any of the options they have at third oh, base. Oh, I, I agree uh, with forget you Forget about Devers coming down the pipeline. He could be two, three years out. We don't he's even not. know about him. Uh, maybe he plays a little this year, but he's not like an impact player for you on this year's roster. Not this year, but... So you could have had Travis soon. Shaw all year this year yep. with this production at third base. 
Well, there's also Pablo, because Pablo was ready to come back. Uh, Pablo, uh, uh, are are you seriously saying that he's like a valid alternative? I'm I'm not saying he is, but that's what the Red Sox thought. Right, he's what you were left with. That's what the Red no, that's what the Red Sox thought. That's no, why I they traded. The Red, I think the Red Sox thought that they that they weren't gonna get what they wanted out of Travis Shaw. I don't know how they. Uh, I think it was more about well, getting a, rid of Shaw than it was keeping Pablo. Um, I, well, yeah, because Travis Shaw. It, did you not see him well, from yeah, June no, on? He, June onwards, he he was terrible. Yeah. But they, so we don't no, know but, what but he's. No, going. No, but they didn't the have day, a backup yeah, plan. You, you, you well, they keep, did. I understand Pablo. what Dave's saying. It no, was you, a no, bad backup you keep, plan. I understand what Dave's saying. You basically needed competition for Pablo to compete for that third base job. Yeah. By getting rid of Travis Shaw, you're basically saying, "Hey, Pablo, you're our third baseman." Right. Right. There, uh, and there was no backup to that either. Right. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. They've screwed themselves at third base. Yeah, I, that was I a agree. terrible The decision. next question, guys, was which player has played below expectations? I'm not Porcello. worried. I'm, Porcello's a good one. I'm not worried, but mine's really Mookie. Good one. Really good one. Mookie Who? Ikes. I mean, look, he's got the power, but, but he's hitting 260. <laughs> he's been like the best uh, hitter on your <laughs> right. team. No, no, it's been He Xander. hasn't been the most Xander. consistent. Xander's Xander. been the most Xander's consistent. Been but Mookie's still providing the pop that yeah. you need, and he's, he's driving He's runs. had a lull the last, like, week and a half. No, but Mookie's hitting 260. Okay. Okay, he's got, like, nine homers. Okay. I feel like at this point, which is, Mookie should have like four. Which is what he Le- might heat up, leading the home team, uh, leading the whole team. Right? Yeah, right. I believe so. Hanley. Hanley is my disappointment. Is you it, just said Rick Porcello. Oh, How many Hanley disappointments do you have? Rick Porcello and Hanley, one from each. There's been a lot of group. disappointments on this. No, but you guys months. agree though that Mookie at no. this point you would have thought he would be three twenty. Yeah, three, thank uh, you. A little bit. Three twenty with maybe fourteen homers. <laughs> three twenty. <laughs> what the what the heck are you on? Yeah, why not? Yeah, he's hitting two sixty. He shouldn't be hitting 260. He should at so, least be around 300. So he missed like a week and a half with the flu. Okay. How does that affect your percentage? It stats? doesn't. It, it how does it, it affects your timing at the plate because of the first couple of weeks of the still? season. Still? Um, in June? You have the <laughs> flu in April and, and it's affecting you still in June? I'm not saying in June. I'm saying he got off to such a cold start. Then he got hot for like a month yeah, and no, a half. And then he was cold again. Yeah, yeah, he's, he, yeah. he's a streaky hitter. He hasn't uh, since when? He's always he's been no, a streaky no, hitter. No, 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 no. Jackie year. Bradley Jr. is a streaky hitter. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> Bradley Jr. No, 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 no. Yeah. Brian, Brian. Last year, you know what he was hitting at the end of April? It was like 240. Uh, actually, it wasn't Ryan, even. Ryan, he was he was consistent. Yeah, every player has, the their, has their peaks and valleys, he was but not, no. he was he, consistent. Uh, yeah, towards the end of the year. I would not have described Mookie Betts as streaky last At year. At the beginning you, of the year, he had a streak where he sucked. You like he could not okay, so he was in a slump, though, but from Ryan. then on, he was an MVP. Yes, he finished he second was, in MVP voting. He was great all year last year. April, he was not. Okay, fine. So April, what? he wasn't, but from that's April, part of the May, season. May first onwards, he <laughs> was an MVP candidate. That's not streaky. When you're bad for one month, the first month of the year, and then you're solid the rest of the year, that's not streaky. He had a couple lulls in that's, there as well. That's water. Slump. Uh, that's yeah. water slump. coming that's what to he's his doing level. right now. He's on a like no, a seven to ten. No, we're in June. We're well, in June. Get, it's a week to ten days. Look, I'll allow for that. Okay, he might not have hit his hot streak yet, right. but this is a guy who you expect consistency on. And Dave, you agree that right now he is slightly underperforming. Yes. And the, slightly, and he's also had to switch from being the cleanup hitter. Uh, Fine, I'll give you that. He, he's been I'll rotating give you through the lineup. He's been in no, the he's been your leadoff sp- hot. He's, and been, he your, he's ha- been your leadoff hitter now for a month and a half. Why not give him a day off? Like he has hit. He's been um, playing every single day. What other option do you have? Put Chris Young in right Chris field. Young. Like, come on, just put someone else because Mookie, could, needs, a, Mookie look, needs a day off. Look, I think this team would have a lot more leeway to give players like Mookie Betts off if they would have actually provided themselves some separation between the them and the other teams in the AL East. Where it stands, they were at 500, what, like 15 games ago? 16, maybe 20 games ago they were at 500. Yeah. So they've had to win Every game. Uh, like, they put themselves in a position early where games were important early in the year. Wow. So you needed you, – you've had Craig Kimbrell come out of the bullpen in the eighth inning five times. That's already more than he did last year. No, You're it's gonna the same end amount. Up, okay, fine. It's the same amount. Uh, whatever. The point is it's June. Yeah, and – they they know they're doing that and they know why they're doing that. But you that. get and the pattern, I, right? That's you know part of I'm my get- five questions. You know what I'm getting at, though, right? <laughs> okay, Brian. Brian, you, you know what I? I was going to use that as part of my five. But questions. you understand what I'm getting at, right? Which is that they've had to maybe burn out some of these players earlier than they would have liked to because the games right now mattered because they dug themselves a bit of a hole. It wasn't because they dug themselves a hole. It's because all the injuries. Gave them a hole. Uh, which uh, which just adds to them being overworked. The injuries is adding to that. Right. 
So, they, so they're in a hole due to whatever. If it's injuries or if it's bad play, it doesn't matter. It does you, matter. You've dug yourself a hole with your roster. I don't let the Red Sox They've, off because of injuries. They haven't. Because, because look, Brian. The, the they team, haven't been below 500 all year. So The team isn't constructed properly, Brian. It's not put together the right way where you could probably get past a couple of injuries like you needed to early in the year. No baseball team is built to... Uh, survive like this amount of this injuries. team is less has less depth than the team did last year would does you agree it? does it i think so offensively yes i mean you start, think right, david start ortiz. with david ortiz trickle down the roster and all of a sudden you're looking at a team that doesn't have much in terms of backup options they didn't and I have get some of it any was, last year some of it was injuries you had brock holt on the team last oh year too. oh that's did a he big, do that's a big one did he do anything last defensively year? i'm not talking about uh, neither do, is dave we're not talking about offensively we're not talking about offensively would you rather but. have pablo or brock holt at third base right now no neither because tell, no, no, tell me which you'd rather brock holt sucked at third base no, tell no, no, me no, which you'd rather the pablo are you over Brock Holt? Yes. I think you're just lying. No, but I'm not I, lying. All right, fine. But if you would prefer Pablo to Brock Holt. You know Pablo used to be a third base defender? Uh, like yeah, a gold glove. You go back to, to the Giants. A, that is a key phrase. Used to be. Yes, but Brock Holt is a mess. Brock Holt is a mess defensively, but he might give you something at the plate. No. Regardless. Last year he did nothing. Oh, well, but Brock, uh, Brock Holt used to be an all-star, right? If we're going to go with a used to be. <laughs> I, uh, right? He shouldn't have been the all-star. You know Xander Bogart should have been the all-star over him. Regardless, they only chose Brock Holt because he could play I, every single look, position. I know it's an injury, but you've got an injury to a guy that it's a sneaky big injury, Brock Holt, because he filled so many holes when there were other players that went down. Right, but that's, so, not, uh, that's not like on the Red Sox to... I, sure it is. Because that. because you have what one guy one guy to fill in the holes for injuries last year and now that guy's injured so all the holes you might have for injuries there's no one to fill them Rutledge and Marrero who have sucked offensively suck yes suck offensively yes but defensively they've been solid Brian that's why they've teetered though because they don't have players that are solid enough backups to provide them both to give other players days off would be nice but you can't you're burning out your players. You're burning out your players this early in the year, and it's because okay. most don't teams have, don't have depth. You don't have good enough backup <laughs> no, options. No, okay. Most teams don't have depth. <laughs> okay, That's okay. all I'm going to say. We're going to continue this. We went like six minutes over. We are way the hell over. We're going to take a break, and we're going to finish out the hour with this same conversation because I want to see where this goes. ESPN New Hampshire, don't go anywhere. This is Shaquille O'Neal. And the Shaquettes. Reminding you that anytime, anytime is a good time. Good time. For the cooling, drying, fresh scent of Gold Bond Powder Spray. Like after the gym, or a crowded elevator ride, or golf, or working with farm animals, or a hard day's work, like sports casting. You said it, ladies. Stay cool with Gold Bond Powder Spray. Stay cool with Gold Bond. <laughs> At Advance Auto Parts, you can find the knowledge and parts you need to get the job done. Think of us as that friendly neighbor who genuinely cares about you and is always willing to lend a helping hand without expecting anything in return. Unlike Jerry, who always has something come up and then wonders why he isn't invited over on Sundays. You know what you did, Jerry? Advance Auto Parts. Let's get you back on the road. What if you got rewarded for every good decision? What if your heart had a special way of letting you know it appreciates your healthy choices? Oh, I've got to get my family to eat more vegetables. Amazing! And instead of cooking with butter tonight, I think I'll saute our veggies with a heart-healthy oil. You're a genius! So really, would your food choices pay off in heart health? Did you know that when you replace bad fats with healthier fats, like those in canola or other vegetable oils, it can lower bad cholesterol levels, and that's good for your heart. Here's a winning idea. Take up the challenge for good health, because the you of the future will say, Fantastic! Learn more at heart.org slash face the fats. Canola Info proudly supports the American Heart Association's Face the Fats campaign. Tens of thousands of families will fire up the barbecue grills during the next few months, and AMR wants you to be aware that grill fires can ignite instantly, leading to devastating property damage, serious injury, or death. Here are some safety tips. Select grilling locations away from children, pets, and flammable objects. 
Keep your grill clean by removing excess grease and residue. Keep a fire extinguisher nearby and never leave a grill unattended. Check out more safety tips at amr.net slash safety. AMR medics are here for you every hour of every day. American Medical Response reminds everyone that it's critical to stay hydrated while working, playing, or exercising. Have fluids readily available. Plan ahead and make sure you drink water throughout the day and night. For most people, water will be sufficient enough to keep you properly hydrated. Listen to your body. When outdoor temperatures and activity levels increase, it's vitally important to listen to your body and take breaks, especially if you start to feel lightheaded, overheated, or develop a headache. These are the warning signs of dehydration. Don't ignore them. Check out more safety tips at amr.net slash safety. AMR Medics are here for you every hour of every day. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Red Sox began their three-game home series against the Detroit Tigers last night. They got a two-run homer in the eighth from Jackie Bradley Jr. to break a 3-3 tie. Craig Kimbrell with another save in a 5-3 victory for the Sox. The two teams will be back at it again today. Chris Sale on the hill facing off against Justin Verlander. First pitch from Fenway is at 7-15. The Golden State Warriors had a chance to sweep the NBA Finals and the playoffs last night in Cleveland, but LeBron James and Kyrie Irving combined for 71 points on the way to a 137-116 win, cutting the series deficit to 3-1. Game 5 will be played on Monday at Oracle Arena. Tip-off is at 9 o'clock. The NHL Finals continue tomorrow. The Penguins hold a 3-2 series lead after a 6-0 blowout of the Predators on Thursday, but the series returns to Nashville. The home team, a perfect 5-0 in this series. Face-off from Bridgestone Arena is at 8 p.m. And the 149th running of the Belmont Stakes is later on tonight. Post time is at 6.37. You can catch the race on NBC. With your Sports Center update, I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. Brian. And to watch. The mood is tense. I have been on some serious, serious reports, but nothing quite like this. I tried to get an interview with him, but they said, nope, you can't do that. He's a live bear. He will literally rip your face off. Hey, you're making me look stupid. Get out here, panda jerk. Great story. Compelling and rich. That is perfect. I love it. Yeah, no, no. You guys can now continue your conversation from the last segment. We went like six so minutes awesome. over. So you guys were talking about depth and the importance of depth, and you were used. I can literally see John Farrell saying those words as as pandas oh, he in the clubhouse eating, eating like a cheeseburger in his locker. <laughs> I don't want to play tonight, John. <laughs> Coach, don't make me play. Hey, get out here, panda jerk. You're making me look stupid. And then Dave O'Brien, <laughs> compelling and rich. Great story. Great story. Great, great story. Uh, yeah, so you guys were talking a lot about depth and got into a heated argument there. And I got to be honest with you, I got I tuned out of the last 30 seconds of that because I was so focused on getting you guys to go to break yeah. that I didn't even hear what you were saying at the end of that. We weren't paying attention. No, I was not. And that's No, none that's of us usually, were. Well, you guys, no, you guys were heated in the, yeah, but we weren't in a heated paying debate, attention to the break. No, what do we, we got? Like, what do we got in this one anyway? Like five I, minutes. We've got like four. Okay. Okay. So if either of you wants to finish <laughs> making your points, <laughs> now is your point. time. I think I think the points have been made. Mm-hmm. I really do. I I just think that they have a lack of depth, and it's their own doing. Yeah. I do. Well, I mean, the Brock Holt thing is not their own doing. Well, it kind of is. His injury is is Vertigo serious? Like, yeah. How serious is that? That's like really serious. Oh. Like, I don't know. I, I, like it, his it is, career is probably. It is, it is in when question. he's he's the only bench player you have that can fill the holes left out on the field by injuries to your starters. He's one guy. Well, who else? Who else can fill one position? Let alone Brock Holt, who goes in and and fulfills any position you need him for. Right. Give me one guy as good as Brock Holt to fill in. For one spot, not not a utility guy who can go in anywhere. Just give me one bench player. That's good offensively that's and good, defensively. That's good enough to to help you if a guy says uh, say gets on the 15-day DL. Chris Young in the outfield? Yeah. I'll give you that. That's I what, will give you that. No, I will. That's why they got out and got Chris Young. I will give you Brock Chris Young. Injuries. Chris Young is a nice outfield uh, plug-in if a guy gets injured out there. 
For sure. It's Sam Travis uh, right uh, right now. Uh, we, don't, we don't know don't much know, about I him. Know, I mean, like, he went eight for 17. No, no, no. He was good, here. but again, that's a small sample size. I know, but like if Mitch Moreland goes down, sure. that's something you have. You have a first baseman who can yeah, play. Maybe. He can also play outfield. So yeah, Hanley's also handcuffed them by not wanting to play first base. Yeah, and he also can't hit right now. Which, again, I, I put that on the Red Sox. That's yeah. a bad contract. Yeah. You had a guy that you knew didn't want to play the field and was hoping all of last year that David Ortiz's retiring was going to mean that all he had to do the following year was hit. Right, which I thought would help him, not deter him. And honestly, like, this whole thing about his trapezius acting up every time he has to go out and play the field. Like, do we, have, have you ever felt your trapezius act up? It's not a fun time. No, but still, like, know where the one, my no, the one, he's is play, to know if play, it would back he's up. He's played right one here, game. Right on your shoulder. He's played one game this year in the field in Milwaukee, and he gets hurt. Okay, and I didn't see a play in which there was a collision or he's where he dove or something like that. He's still taking ground balls at first, which yeah, is Yeah, because strange. he's going through the motions. He's <laughs> acting like that. But the fact that he got hurt in Milwaukee, come on, let's be serious here. He didn't want to play there. No, of course not. He, pulled, he took himself out of the game. There is absolutely no coincidence in the fact that the first time Hanley gets out there to play first base, he takes himself out of the game, and he hasn't been back since. That is not a coincidence. That is Hanley... Not wanting to play the field. Agreed. He just wants to hit. And he's Agreed. been coddled. And he's, and he's, and he's, look, of course. It's, it's her- if Phil well, is enabling him. Here's too. the problem. You need his offense. Right. So you have to coddle him. Yep. If you don't coddle him, you run the risk of ticking him off to the point where you lose him completely. Yeah, you don't want to lose him completely. What happened to 2016 Hanley? Uh, I he, love that guy. He can't, David Ortiz. Right. Yeah. Right. And not only That's exactly true. what happened. The, D- yeah. uh, the DH spot it was full. Now and he, first base, whether he liked it or not, he looked kept like he him did. engaged. And right. He it looked did. like he was enjoying it too. Yeah. Without, I don't know, maybe he's a hell of an actor, but he looked like he was no, enjoying he, it in he 2016. Enjoyed it. I think he it did, kept him it. genuinely engaged. But Agreed. then there's that opening, and this is true for anyone who knows uh, those lazy people out there that will take advantage of any opportunity to just do nothing. Hanley saw that opportunity coming down the pipe, and he and he wanted to grab it. All he wants to do is hit. But even David Ortiz messed to Hanley Ramirez, went out there and played first base during interleague right. ball because he understood that they needed the bat in the roster right. and the options to be able to tweak their lineup when necessary against certain pitchers. It's ridiculous how much he's handcuffed this team. One thing I don't understand about Hanley's mentality, maybe as he's gotten older, he's packed on the pounds and he's just gotten lazier, but this is a dude that was a shortstop, man. He was a shortstop. A terrible shortstop. He was a bad shortstop, but he, he played that position. So he bad. Was in, he also played at third. Okay, he was and, so and, bad. And I don't know what happened as he got older. He just continued to get bigger because in the beginning of his career, he had 100 steals over two seasons. Well, yeah. I mean, he's 50 not, and 50. He's not and I know guy. he's no longer like that guy anymore, but he was at one point, and I know this is going way back he to was early the, in his career. He was the only Marlin, uh, He was the only good Marlins player, so he had to do everything. But what happened to 50 still Hanley? Are you telling me that you got, like, you're a guy that steals 50 bases a year he early in your career? He still tries to. That's true. You haven't, uh, did you see his aggressive play last night? Yeah, when he got thrown out at third. Yeah. I thought but that was And a, again, I know it's, and I'm being co- sort of tongue-in-cheek with it yeah. because I'm going back like 12, 13 years. But the fact is, dude, you were a shortstop early in your career. Now you're asked to play first base. Just, I mean, you don't have to do anything over there. Yeah, you're involved in every play, but the range? Come on, all you have to do is just dive for the occasional ball that's still right. He made that's some it. nice diving plays last year. He did, which is why it's puzzling to me why he doesn't want to get back out there. Because because he's, he's lazy. lazy. Yeah. Just wants to hit. Right. That's all he wants to do. And let's right. not forget about Hanley. That caveat that you think every, David Ortiz wanted to play first base? He's, no. He's been run out of town on every other team he's ever been on, and there's a reason for it. It's his attitude. It's probably gonna end that way here too. I wouldn't doubt it. Wrapping up hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. This is Shaquille O'Neal. And the Shaq Gets. Reminding.